as the sun began to set over the amusement park. I made my way through the crowded streets, dodging excited children and harassed-looking parents as I went. I had always loved coming to this place, with its bright lights, dizzying rides, and endless supply of junk food. As a child, it had been a place of wonder and magic, where I could forget my troubles and lose myself in the thrills and excitement of the rides. As I grew older, the park held a special place in my heart, even more so since my parents' sudden death in a car accident just a year ago. It was the one place I felt truly alive and free, where I could forget about my grief and just enjoy myself. It was my happy place, and I spent every spare moment I had there riding my favorite roller coaster. There was something about the twists and turns, the rush of adrenaline as it soared through the air, that drew me in like a magnet. I couldn't get enough of it, and I rode it again and again, year after year. Despite the urging of my friends to try out some of the other rides at the park, I was content to stick with my beloved coaster. It was my one true love, and I never grew tired of it. As I waited in line, something caught my eye. It was a man, middle-aged and sweating profusely, who was causing a scene at the front of the queue. The unreasonable man was shouting and waving his arms, his face red and contorted with rage. I paid for a flash pass, he yelled, brandishing a shiny card in the air. I shouldn't have to wait in this ridiculous line. Sir, I understand that you're upset, the operator said, trying to keep her voice level. But the flash pass only grants priority access to certain rides, and there are safety protocols in place that need to be followed before we can allow you on the ride. But the man was having none of it. I'm not waiting, he shouted, and I don't care about your stupid protocols. The operator hesitated for a moment, glancing around nervously. Then with a sigh, she nodded. All right, sir, right this way. The man let out a triumphant shout as she led him past the other patrons and over to the back of the roller coaster, where the last empty cart was waiting. I watched as the man climbed into the cart, a look of smug satisfaction on his face. He seemed to think that he had won some sort of victory. The coaster rolled off, disappearing into the darkness of the first drop. I could hear their screams and laughter echoing through the air, and I couldn't wait to join in. Finally, it was my turn. I stepped towards the coaster car, feeling the excitement building in my chest. But as I reached for the restraint, I felt a hand on my shoulder. I'm sorry, sir, the ride operator said, her voice apologetic. There's been a delay. My heart sank. I had been so close to finally getting on the ride, and now I was going to have to wait even longer. I tried to hide my disappointment as I stepped back into the line, wondering how much longer I would have to wait. As I stood there, I heard the faint sound of the coaster approaching. I looked up to see the last empty car rounding the bend, its wheels clacking against the tracks as it rejoined the rest of the ride. I let out a sigh of relief 
as I stepped into the car, grateful to finally be on my way. The restraints clicked into place, and with a jolt, the coaster took off, soaring through the air and diving into the darkness. The roller coaster was a towering beast of metal and wood. I had ridden the coaster countless times before, but there was something about the way it loomed over the park that was simply exhilarating. The first drop was a doozy, a stomach-churning plummet that sent my heart into my throat. I laughed and screamed, along with other riders, as we hurtled towards the ground, the wind whipping past our faces. But the ride didn't stop there. It twisted and turned, soaring through the air and diving underground into a series of dark indoor sections. I could barely keep track of where I was as the coaster careened through the darkness, its twists and turns making my head spin. The largest drop was saved for last. I emerged from the ride, gasping for air and grinning from ear to ear. I couldn't wait to do it all over again. As I stood in line for the fourth time, I couldn't help but think about the unreasonable man who had caused such a scene earlier that day. Upon reflection, that errant cart was the one he should have been on. I wondered where the man had gone if his seat lagged behind. I couldn't shake the feeling that something was suspicious about the whole situation. As I neared the front of the line, I turned to the operator who was standing nearby. Excuse me. I couldn't help but notice that the man who caused all that fuss earlier was offered the express solo line. Can you tell me more about that? The operator looked at me with an annoyed expression, her eyes rolling. I'm sorry, sir, she said, her voice dripping with sarcasm. But I'm not sure what you're expecting me to say. The man was causing a scene, and we wanted to get him out of here as quickly as possible. Now, if you don't mind, I have a job to do. I frowned. Now all but convinced, there was a hidden secret connected to my favorite ride. I had always loved the roller coaster, but now I was starting to suspect that there was more to it than I had ever realized. Determined to figure it out, each time I passed her in line, I began to needle the ride operator with questions, trying to get her to slip up and reveal the truth. I gave her knowing looks and asked pointed questions, hoping to catch her off guard. But the operator was a professional, and she did her best to deflect my inquiries. She remained calm and collected, no matter how many times I asked her about the express solo line and the missing patron. Finally, my persistence paid off. The operator let out a sigh, her frustration clear in her voice. Fine, I'll show you the special advanced seat you've been so curious about, but you have to promise me that you'll keep it a secret, okay? The operator led me to the front of the line, and I stepped into the rear coaster car. She fastened me in personally. The ride proceeded as normal until we reached the top of the final drop. It slowed to a stop, entering an enclosed space, where the park takes a picture to sell to the riders. Amid the flash of the camera, I heard a soft click as the last cart detached from the rest of the coaster. My fellow passengers careened onward, unaware I had stopped. And then I was alone, in the dark. I struggled against the restraints, trying to free myself as the cart began to roll backward. I knew I had to get out of the cart. With a burst of strength, 
I managed to slip out of the restraints, my slender frame allowing me to wriggle free. I began to climb down towards the maintenance catwalk, my hands and feet finding purchase on the metal bars. The air was thick with the smell of oil and rust, and the sounds of my own footsteps echoed through the silence as I made my way deeper into the darkness. I could feel the walls closing in around me, the smooth concrete and metal giving way to more natural-looking cave formations. The air grew colder as I went, and I wrapped my arms around myself, trying to stay warm. It was no longer out of curiosity that I continued to explore, only a pressing feeling that I was somewhere I was never meant to be, that I was in danger. I emerged into a circular room with ancient-looking runes inscribed on the walls. In the center of the room stood a stone table, glistening with a dark substance. As I approached the table, I noticed the remains of bodies scattered around the room. The massive gore ringed the room and wreathed the table. Some were little more than bones, their flesh stripped away. Others were fresher, the smell of death still clinging to them. I couldn't help but think that one might have been the angry man I had seen earlier. I couldn't be sure, but something about the remains seemed familiar. As I stood in the chamber, I heard a deep, harsh voice, a malevolent sound that seemed to fill the entire cave, echoing off the walls and making my skin crawl. Well, well, what do we have here? A little human poking his nose where it doesn't belong. How amusing. Who are you? What do you want from me? <laughs> I will not name myself. That is for your kind. And I want nothing more than to see your soul offered to the darkness. But first... I will enjoy watching you suffer. Innumerable footfalls resounded through the tunnels, getting closer and closer. I ran my feet pounding against the stone as I tried to escape. I turned corners and ducked through doorways, my heart racing with fear as I searched for a way out. As I ran through the darkness, I could hear my pursuers laughing and cackling, their voices growing louder and more intense. Up ahead, a faint glimmer of light in the distance, coming from a small opening in the wall. It wasn't much, but it was my only hope. The voice behind me continued to taunt and jeer. I had to get out of there, had to escape the darkness that threatened to consume me. With a final burst of speed, I reached the opening and squeezed through, my body scraping against the rough stone as I went. And then, I was out, free. The cold night air hit my face like a splash of water, and I took a deep breath, relishing the moment of freedom. I didn't stop running until I reached my car. As I tore out of the parking lot, security sauntered up with their phones out, snapping pictures of my license plate. Their overall lack of urgency chilled me, as if my eventual capture was a foregone conclusion.